Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Halloween Spooktacular here on the Air Show. <laughs> I talking to everybody tonight. What's Halloween? And I am dressed up as Jewel Katie, my long dark hair and my black glasses and my hooded sweatshirt. Meanwhile, Jewel, who are you supposed to be this evening? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jeff the Shark Perini. <laughs> This is all the reason why we really do need to get the uh, video portion. I am this Jewel, and Jewel stresses me. It's the most ridiculous thing I want to say. Anyway, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the You Show. You. You. As always, from Philly. Coming from Philly, New the World, the Yo Show is back. TGIM. It's only is, in fact, our Halloween spooktacular. So we have perfect guest for Halloween Spectacular. Um an artist who now goes by the name of Ghost G H O S T E. And later on time we're gonna be playing her new song entitled Haunted. Uh, Jenny Bruce Woo! is her uh, original name and she now has a side project of Ghost. The song is haunted. Very much Halloween, perfect fit. And she is well traveled, excellent musicians on all kinds of cool TV shows, movies. Um, reading some of her biographies, she party at Studio 54 with the land. So, pretty cool. Very excited. Very excited to have her song on to her um, shortly. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Yes, she is a phenomenal singer, musician, songwriter. So, yes, very excited. And of course, it's our Halloween episode. So, Oh, that just makes me so happy. <laughs> makes me very happy as well. Uh, I am going full-blown school tonight and drinking our highlights. <laughs> just to show you how much I like to get in dark. This stuff is nice. I should have had some Tropicannon on deck, but um, instead I have your, your second favorite drink, which is a pink Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Actually, if I drink a little bit of wine, I'm going to say it. That's not too bad. Well done. Sorry. <laughs> In the Halloween spirit, I have a uh, black cat clawing <laughs> at me. Excellent. All right, so yeah. let's uh, start the program. Of course, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. With me, as always, the host of the absentee Saturday's party, Miss Jewel Tady. Joining us this Saturday, but, you know, I understand. It was a good day. We had a pretty good time. Um, had 40 or 50 people here with walking tacos again. I have so much alcohol left over. enough to bring stuff. stuff. I got more stuff here, I think, than before the party started. So, well, I, that I, missed it. I was pretty under the weather. I missed all the Halloween parties, and um, yeah, I was just so sad. Um, it's usually my night out, my one night. I was so excited. Halloween's my favorite, and I just missed it. And we had some cool costumes lined up. We didn't pull them together at the last minute, um, but I'll say it because I might be it for next year, but I'll say it. You know who we were going to come as? What's that? Drop Dead Fred. That would have been pretty cool. Do you remember that movie? That was like one of my yeah, favorite movies. Oh, course. my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was either that or Dragon Ball Z, which I wasn't too thrilled with <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, but, um, no, that would have been funny, cult classic, and um, yeah, Mike would have been really funny as, as Drop Dead Fred. But, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, but there was always next year. It did uh, cut it out early this year. Uh, we ended at five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, went off at five in the morning, and I got up at nine in the morning to watch Eagles team. Uh, Eagles in London, of course, the game's on at nine thirty. Very big needed win. Jacksonville's are now four and four, but yeah, it was a uh, we were on a five o'clock. Me and the misses. The one of us crashed this year. Yeah, at least I, I made it up for that. I wasn't uh, hung over or anything. And it was a good thing because it was the Eagles game, and then my daughter's last soccer game was, like, dead in the middle um, of the Eagles game. So we got to see her win her first medal ever. So that was pretty cool. And um, Eagles won. So can't complain. I knew Absolutely someone not. who actually went to the game. That's that's pretty pretty cool. Um, There's a lot of Philly people there. Yeah, yeah, there looked to be a lot of Philly people there. They had the Super Bowl trophy in that um, that one bar. It's called Passyunk. Or is that what it's called? Passyunk Ave. Yeah. The bar in London. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they had the trophy there. And Brent Selleck was there and some Eagle cheerleaders. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I was actually listening on radio today. Hollis Thomas, not former Eagle, who now makes guest appearances on uh, WIP. He was there. He did not make the flight home. He had a stomach ailment, and he's in the hospital. In a, in a London what? hospital. Yeah. Today, they couldn't get a hold of Hollis. The rumor was he didn't make the flight back. And uh, everything, they finally found out he's still in the hospital. So we hope that Hollis Thomas gets well soon. Um, great guy. Great Philadelphia legend. We love him. So uh, wish you the best, Hollis. And what's up with uh, Lane Johnson? Got hurt? Lane Johnson, yeah, a uh, meniscus um, sprain, not a tear, as originally thought. I uh, expect okay. to miss it. Probably about four weeks. That's a big blow. Eagles' offensive line is decimated. So it's going to be tough the upcoming week. Why we couldn't come fast enough? Of course, not happening yet. But it's technically Dallas week. Even though we're going to buy this week, it's Dallas week because we got Dallas coming up in two weeks. So yeah. now you got Dallas two with Dallas, got two with Washington Giants. So it's getting serious. It's getting serious, Eagles fans. Time to crack down and get serious. Uh, let's thank. Wednesday night's guest, local Philly band, the excellent Driftwood Soldier. They were here, fantastic. Played a couple of their numbers. We had a great time with them guys. Learning about how they create their own instruments and songs they play and traveling on the road. That was a real good time. Um, They're so good. Yeah, they were. So great job with that. And as we said, tonight, coming up, we have Ghost. And we're going to play her new number, Haunted. Very cool song. I'm so excited for everyone to hear this. It's very... Halloweenish one, but it's just—I don't know—it's very eerie and cool, and I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've—I uh, took a listen to it. It is definitely unique. It is a little eerie. It's um, like I said, it's perfect for this time of the year. Uh, and again, like I said, a performer who's really been all over the place, which is awesome. And uh, we're thrilled to have her here as part of our little show. Mm-hmm. Let's do this real quick, though. Let's fly, because it looks like we're already, it looks like our guest is already trying to get through to us. And what uh, we will do real quickly, our top five list, we do it three episodes, and we mix things in and being the Halloween spectacular, we're going to do the top five most popular Halloween costumes that we've seen this year. I've been to a few parties. Uh, I've been on Facebook, got a party next Saturday, see people dress up wearing similar costumes. We're going to go down the five that we've seen the most of. And I'll start off with number five. Of course, still is Donald Trump. People are still doing it. The orange face and the big blonde wig and the horrible, you know, horrible little squinted lips. And 
So Donald Trump. I don't. I'm not saying anything. On the man's name, just Donald Trump. That's it. That's, that's number five. Number four. Michael Myers is back. New Halloween movie. Lots of people with the Michael Myers mask. Very big this year, and the new movie's doing quite well. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not a horror movie guy, but it's doing quite well. It's number four, Michael Myers. Number three, Skeleton. Everybody's some kind of skeleton this year. Of all types. Couples. Kids. There was one skeleton with the uh, with the, the penis up and down. Did you see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> like a giant skeleton penis. There's up and down. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's funny stuff. Uh, so number three, skeletons. Number two, and I was part of this uh, fascination as well. I was at a party where people did this, and then the past week I did it at mine, but nobody duplicated. Uh, Axel and Slash from Guns N' Roses. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was the Axels and Slashes at one party. I was Slash. My Axel and Slash. Uh, you know, Guns N' Roses is back. They went on tour. Very prolific rock bands. I guess you know, people like joining in the fun. Plus, it's very um, identifiable. Like, as soon as people walk in, they're like, oh, my God, Slash, that's awesome. You know, get the long hair, the big hat, jewelry, long long jeweled hair. My uh, wig actually as a Slash and a jeweled teddy. Awesome, (laughs) Scott. And number one, um, seems to be a lot of Alice in Wonderland stuff. Mad Hatter, Hmm. stuff like that. A lot, yeah, seen a lot of that at a party. Um, Two people did it last weekend. Two people did it mine this weekend. Pretty good though. Everybody did real good jobs on our uh, some Wonderland type cop. They're very cool. Apparently, it's big this year, and uh, I'm doing a show. That's my top five. That's awesome. Your slash costume is awesome. Um, Thank you. Alpha Wonderland. I was thinking about doing that this year too, but uh, we have something different for Halloween. My daughter. It's going to be her like third costume. <sighs> so <laughs> I am just like overwhelmed with costume shopping. Um, but the most I've seen, um, a lot of it still, Pennywise the Clown, which is still scary, no matter how you slice it. Um, a lot of Mike Myers, um, the new movie, I have yet to see it, but Mike Myers still freaks me out. There, there was this time in grade school where he was literally like behind me and he just stood there stalkerish for like five minutes and, and I wanted to cry. I was so scared. Um, number three. Unicorns. There are unicorns everywhere. Yeah. I don't know what this new obsession is. I mean, the bright, the rainbow, they're colorful. I get it, sparkly. But like the past couple of years, it has been like unicorn overload. Everything is unicorns, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Number two, gritty. I wish I did the female gritty because it's just like any. You've seen a lot of gritty. Any, any gritty. I saw a lot of gritty on, like, you know, I, I was supposed to go to Xfinity, too, for their big Halloween bash. And, uh, yeah, I saw a lot of the gritties, a lot of guy ones, like, you know, the big ones, but they look, you know, puppet-esque, like Elmo almost. Um, yeah, so a lot of that. Um, it's scary. It's Halloween. It works. Um, <laughs> number one, all over Instagram, I I looked up, like, Halloween inspirations because I did talk time costumes this year but it has to be just plain old gory makeup and uh, people these days with their makeup skills are outrageous i mean they have skin falling off they do the zombies just overall like movie worthy makeup and 
it's scary. And it like you see it, you're like, whoa. I don't want any of that. <laughs> so there's actually a um a zombie run in Lansdale this Friday night and I wanna go up and, and scare the crap out of myself and um it should be a good time for all, but uh there will be some excellent makeup, I think. Very yeah, the wife did a nice job uh, two weeks ago with their uh, zombie nurse. She has some gory makeup, it was wild. Smothers yeah. a lot of uh, so let's rehash the top five list real quickly. Number five, me, Donald Trump. Number four, Michael Myers. Number three, anything, Skeletons. Number two, Axel Rose and Slash. Number one, anything, Alice in Wonderland, Mad Hatter, etc. Jewel with it. Number five is going Mike Myers, of course. Unicorns. Doesn't like unicorns. Gritty. Number two, number one, Gory Makeup. Uh, we have, our guest has been on hold for quite a while. We really appreciate it. Yeah, let's get her going. I, I, I apologize. We kind of run the show's game, and I usually like to play the song first, but let's not keep this fine artist waiting any longer. Let's connect her directly to the Yosh. Give a big welcome to Miss Jenny Bruce, a.k.a. Ghost. Jenny, you with us? Boo. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean, I was just listening to you guys. I didn't mean to bust in. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes you have to shut us because we start the ramble, and the next thing you know, a chance to talk to you. So yeah, shut us down when you No, can. I was enjoying that and you were giving me some ideas for my Halloween costume, so thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, thank you so much for taking the time out and joining us. Welcome to uh, our program. We call it the Yo Show. We're based out of Philly, but we tackle everything all over the world. And uh, when mm. George told me she had got you and I looked at your history, I'm impressed and I'm honored and, mm. and we're thrilled to have you here. So thank you very much. Yes, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Not a problem. Uh, so if you don't mind, we're uh, we're going to get some into some questions, and sometimes we kind of freeform talk too. So, uh, if you don't mind joining. Uh, originally coming from New York City, I read here that pretty much your entire family was in music one way or the other, and it's what they call the glue that held the Bruce family together. Uh, did you yeah. know from you that you're ready to be a singer, and your family influence helped you along the way there? I don't know. You know, we always just, we were always singing. My dad's actually from Pittsburgh and I've got family in in Cherry Hill. So I spent a lot of time in that area, but every, yeah, 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 definitely. Lots of pencil, Pennsylvania time. Um, And every family gathering just, there was always singing as long as I can remember and music playing. Everyone in my family plays the piano badly, just like me. (laughs) No one plays well. I have a cousin who plays bagpipes. We've got like, you know, we've got every kind of instrument you can think of. Everyone tries to sing harmonies. And it just, it wasn't even, I didn't even think about becoming a singer. We just were, I was singing from the moment I could make sounds and playing the piano and trying to plunk stuff out. And, and um, it just, it was always a part of every gathering and it still is. It's uh, Thanksgiving coming up in Cherry Hill. Um, I'm sure we'll all be gathering around the piano and, and uh, singing songs again. Oh, wow. So you're super close to us here in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always try Aww. to make it in for a cheesesteak and a hoagie at some point. Oh, we'll meet. So awesome. <laughs> Look at that. We'll meet. <laughs> I would love that. That would be great. <laughs> um, so, who were some of your early influences in music? 
Um, that's, you know, it's, it's always a funky question because the people I cite, I don't sound like them necessarily at all. I grew up listening to everything. Um, and Prince was one of my biggest influences. I was obsessed with Prince as a kid. I I was obsessed with the police. I loved the police. I don't sound anything like them. Um, the only person, (laughs) the only person I really love who I I get compared to sometimes is Andy Lennox. I was a huge Eurythmics fan. Um, I am a child of the eighties. So, but I listened to everything. My dad was, like I said, we were, there was music all the time, every day. It was classical. It was jazz. It was R&B, um, pretty much everything. The only kind of music I really didn't listen to was country music. I just I wasn't really exposed to it. But um listened to a lot of – my dad was Scottish, so a lot of Celtic music and traditional Irish and Scottish music, pretty much everything, everything, just lived and breathed very, music. Very cool. It's a lot like me because, you know, I like all kind of music. And I also do not like country, so we're on the same page there. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't like it. I'm afraid to say that. I know it's mean. Oh, I just don't. I don't know it. I don't. I. I don't. I don't really connect with country music. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my thing. You <laughs> can't really. Sure you hurt people's feelings because it's popular, even in Philadelphia. You're in Philadelphia. It's so popular. Music. Man, you'd be amazed how many people. The most pop- uh, all over the world, I think it's one of the most popular music forms in the world. Like in Europe, they like country music. Ireland and all, you know, everywhere they like country music. Um, it's also the most depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is, and it's most predictable, too. I feel like when you listen to uh, okay, now I'm being mean, but I do. I feel like you listen to country songs, and you can almost write the next line before they sing it, because it's always, right. you know, about the car and the dog and my dad. Yeah. And I don't know. I just it's not my thing. <laughs> I have to, my my first concert was John Denver and um I I grew up on him. Aww. I'm not because my whole family was from West Virginia and then moved here, but uh yeah, yeah. they're all big country uh lovers and I just like John Denver. I think he was cool. He was he's he was awesome. a really great yes, singer. He was awesome. Yeah. Great Absolutely. As, as far as my country roots go. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that, that's that's like different. That's the old traditional. No, it's not old traditional, but that's that's another era. That's that's stuff I like. Yeah, like yeah, that's a, that's a different <laughs> form of country to kind of tell a little story. Like I said, nowadays, you know, the girl's not coming back. You know, the truck's broken exactly. down. <laughs> it's very formulaic. It's always a formula. Like I love Johnny Cash. I love, there's lots of stuff that I, you know. I even like some old Willie Nelson, but you know, I just it's the new contemporary uh, country stuff. I just I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. So for yourself, that like the big city, is it hard to break into music, and did you find hard to make a connection, or were you just, you know, your talents kind of carry along? Um, I don't know. I'm just stupid. I don't. I didn't really care if it was hard or not. I just, I'm very <laughs> stubborn, and and <laughs> I just keep going. You know, it's, there's a lot of rejection. My God, it, that's huge. I think that's. 80% of being an artist, any kind of artist is getting rejected. But, you know, if, if it's what you love to do, you just keep going. You just do it. You find a way. And, and hopefully you connect with people, enough people to listen to you to keep it going. Excellent. Totally. Um, so yeah. when did you begin writing? You have some amazing songwriting credits and, and awards um, recognized by Billboard, uh, John Lennon Songwriters Award. Um, when did when did you start writing and, and think that your writing was something to, you know, make a career out of? Mm. Um, I started, I wrote my first song, I think when I was about four or five years old. I just, wow. again, it was just, I didn't even know that I was writing songs. I just, you know, it just was doing what I was listening to. And I just started writing songs. I think it, my first song was called 
horses on a snowy day. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> yeah. It's like a John Denver song. John Denver song. It would have sounded better. Um, yeah, I just I've always been writing songs and it's always been a means for me to communicate whatever I'm feeling and I don't think I really thought about doing it as a career until I got out of college and uh, I, I realized that that's what people were doing, that you could actually go to a, you know, clubs and play your music and people would listen. And it, I thought, I want to do that. So I, I bought a really heavy keyboard and dragged it all around New York City into every club that I could get into and, and just started doing it. And then picked up the guitar a few years later so I could travel further than with the keyboard and, and didn't stop. And I said, a lot of the artists we get on here, we like to find people that are unique and have a different sound. You definitely find that in YouTube. You know, everybody get on here really seems to believe in the way they go about it. So that's awesome. Um, so your music was featured on some very popular TV shows, a long list of TV mm-hmm. shows and movies. And all that. How exciting is it when you get the news that they want your music? Like you get this call or you get uh, a message from saying, hey, want your song how, how big is that um when you when you get that message it's really fun it's it's half the time i would get emails saying it's so cool i'm watching when i got the theme for um not the theme when the, the promos for ghost whisperer i no one even yeah. told me so i was actually out of the country <laughs> and people kept saying this is so cool i keep every time the promos for ghost whisperer come on i keep hearing your song home and i was like what what do you do? Are you sure? I think it must be someone else. It's not me. Sure enough, it was, which was awesome. It was running, it ran for the entire summer, but I didn't, no one even told me. I didn't find out until later and I had to call people up and be like, dudes, <laughs> next time, can you let well, me know so I can actually, yeah. you know, know, know this is going. That I, happened a lot of times. I hope you got the credits for it too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Thankfully, okay. they, you, know, it's, you get the royalties and everything, but it's, it takes away the fun. Although it was kind of fun to find out just through people sending me emails and seeing me that it was out. But yeah, it's, it's, it is really, really fun. And it just, it's a way to reach a larger audience. And as a singer songwriter, as a musician, ultimately that's, that's really the goal is just to connect with people. So any opportunity I have to connect with other people is awesome, and I, I'm excited about that. Awesome, and congratulations cool. on that. It's some impressive names, and I was just blown up when I seen some of that. That's awesome. Um, um, so let's stick uh, around long enough. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> like I said, when when I find out who's coming on the show, I like to do some background research, and a lot of people ask the same question, and I like to ask it too. Um, the change from Jenny Bruce, established artist, to the new name and new twist ghost um uh, and and what is it about and tell us why the change and and you know what, what the project what can we expect well do you believe in ghosts i do <laughs> i actually do yes <laughs> do you? i do too yeah. i do yeah. i do too i'm actually a ghost just kidding. I'm sorry. That was just a Halloween prank. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was lame. No, that was good. Actually, for a second, I'm like, what can you do at this point? That's great. Holy crap. She's a ghost. No, I don't know if I can say that. Sorry. Um, no. Oh, you can I, say anything here. There's no hold. Oh, okay. Well, that, I guess the answer is, is implicit uh, in, you know, it, 
I, I'm kind of losing my mind. So as Jenny Bruce, I do a lot of things. I'm a mom of two. We were talking about your kids and their Halloween costumes. I've got a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old boy, and they're they're giving me a run for my money right now. The hormones are raging. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I work as a communications director for a school. I am a graduate student at uh, Teachers College Columbia, getting a degree in a master's in education technology. And I, um, I take care of my dad who has Parkinson's. So um, Jenny Bruce is really freaking busy. And <laughs> I, <laughs> she's busy. And at some point I just started feeling like as an artist, I was being eclipsed by all of this other stuff going on in my life. And I started feeling completely invisible. Like I just had no room to be creative and I was still writing songs, but I just thought I I need to do something different. I just need to, this needs to be different. And this is a true story. So I, I woke up, I had this crazy dream one night that I, it was very, very lucid and vivid, which doesn't usually happen to me. And I, I in this dream, suddenly I was on stage and there was this dark, dim blue lighting, kind of spooky. And an MC introduced me as he said, and now introducing ghost. And behind me, I saw the letters G H O S T E. And I woke up, and I'm not joking, the chorus for Haunted was in my head. I just woke up singing that song. So I I don't know. (laughs) I just thought, and I gave it some time. I thought, I didn't really think about calling myself ghost. I just thought, well, that was different. You know, I don't know what that was about. But then I really thought about it, and I feel like it was my subconscious mind telling me, I need new space. I I need to create under a different umbrella and just be able to express myself and... It just made sense. It was like, I don't know. It just it made perfect sense. And I am kind of obsessed with ghosts. It's another part that of that equation that I don't share with everybody because a lot of people think that's kooky. But I do believe in ghosts, and I actually have seen a ghost before. Ooh, for real. Yeah. I I really want to get into your ghost story. Um, I I just think the the whole dream premonition. So cool, because I totally believe in like messages, um, and and this new persona, like how freeing is it to have a whole other side of yourself you can show and like really get creative mm-hmm. with? It's much more freeing and liberating than I even dreamed it would be. I really, it's just so I'm having so much fun doing this, and it doesn't feel like I have to live up to any expectation or you know, being a female singer songwriter, I can do whatever. And, and I feel like I've recorded two songs so far as ghost. I've only released haunted at this point, but um, each time I go into the studio, I feel like I'm pushing it a little bit further and a little bit further and trying things that as, you know, as a female singer songwriter, I kind of felt like, Oh, that's kind of an out of my genre. Or maybe I, I just didn't feel, I felt like I was bound to something. And now I just, I just feel liberated it's it's wonderful i'm so glad that i did this totally and then um as i'm like reading your story and, and like how ghost came to be i i really think of cia fuller i don't know if you know the singer but she always wears the the large wig and yeah and and she was like a singer before that you know the wig and all and i just feel like that that gave her a whole new identity in this like reinvention to really I don't know. It just expands your creativity in so many ways. And I'm really excited to see what else um, you 
you bring to the world because your thank music is you. awesome. Your voice is beautiful, and um, just thank you. Thank you for letting oh, us be Oh, my God, thank you. That is so kind. <laughs> thank you so much. That means a lot to me. It really does. Oh, yeah, um, no problem. But, but Jenny, one, one of the things you said um, in a recent interview, yeah. which really, like, struck a chord with me because, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little older, and, mm. you know, you just start to feel differently as a woman when you start to get get older and um you said you yep. felt invisible um not only as an artist but like as a woman so uh what advice would you give women who are your age and maybe want to pursue something they're not sure of because you know they're they're not as young as someone who mm. someone else does it um i well like i said i just went i just started I just went back to grad school, and I feel like you cannot let age stop you. You you just can't. I, what I my tactic is, I spend a lot less time looking in the mirror. I think when you're young, my God, you spend all your time, you know, primping and trying to look like something, and your appearance is so important. At this point in my life, yeah, you do start to feel as you become middle aged, like you you know you're not part of that whole thing. Um, but you've got so much to offer still. And so I just, I, I don't look at the mirror. Of course, I, I care what I look like, but if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And I joke around that the E in ghost is silent, but I'm not, <laughs> well, I'm not, <laughs> I like I, that. you know, I, it's the truth. I, I feel like I've never, I've never felt like I had more of a voice than I do now because one of the great things that happens as you mature and you come into your own as a woman as a human is you feel confident and you don't care that much about what people think of of you and what you say and you speak your mind and so I would tell other women other men as well don't let age be a factor you get one go around what what do you have to lose just put yourself out there there's something that you want to do it is never and I'm saying it is never too late just do it right on wow yeah, I'm, I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired by that. It's I, I, I just started taking drum lessons. I'm 47. I just started taking drum lessons. Um, and a lot of my friends are like, you're not going to pick it up. I'm like, I want to learn. Yeah, I may not be the best, but I want to learn. Oh, I want to yeah. do it. And, you know, the things are right now really inspire me. And then it's funny, you know, not to go off track, but when I first asked a question about, you know, why the change and, you know, why the new direction – I was reading in interviews, and everybody gets all political with, but she's an artist, and why would you change your artist? It's about mm. knowing the real you, and the real you means that there is more to you than just, you know, just Jenny Bruce. You're also good. Yeah. You're an artist. You're a creative, and that's fantastic. That's what we try to do here on our show. We try to get the real out of people, not this fancy stuff that, you know, big time public eye wants to see and that's awesome that's I love amazing that. yeah I, I love that I, and I love that you're taking being taking up the drums that's awesome that's <laughs> exactly right that's what you it. should be doing good i'm terrible at it why not I'm terrible right now but <laughs> well you got to start somewhere you know you everyone has to start somewhere and that's the thing we always tell ourselves oh you know well if i start now it's going to take forever for me to get good at it and it's too late just do it now and then, you know, look where you'll be in five years and you'll be so happy that you started and you'll be awesome. Just do it. Start now. Just get going. Take that advice from the establishment. It hits me hard. So I really, you know, I'm going to keep up with it and we'll see where that gets you. Maybe I'll uh, play drums on a future ghost or Jenny Bruce. 
I would love that. I would love that. Yes, down cool. in Philadelphia. I'm going to call you up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, we are free. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We love our guests. We love trying to stay as connected as possible. Um, so the the new single, Haunted, it, it's eerie. Mm-hmm. Very cool song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very Halloween-ish, and that's one of the reasons that we really worked hard to get you here tonight for our Halloween special. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a special story behind the song, and is this how a lot more of the ghost songs will sound like? Um, well, like I said, that one just sort of popped out of nowhere, and it's interesting because I, I was a little reluctant, and this is part of that just, just go for it thing. I was a li- I, when I first listened down to it, I, it actually I felt it changed my mood a little bit. It it made it slowed my heart rate down. I felt like it really kind of made me feel spooked out <laughs> a little bit. And the song really isn't. It's not about ghosts. It's more about being haunted by love, by someone, you know, by a feeling and by a person. But but Matt Anthony, who did the track, just he put so much. He, I love the atmosphere and the the vibe that he created around it. And I definitely want to do more like that. But the other song that we we've already recorded is is um, it has much more of like a sexy groove and it's 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 still got a little bit of a minor spookiness to it, but it's definitely less spooky than haunted. <laughs> it's not as <laughs> everything's not going to be like you know the next song isn't Frankenstein and then following one Dracula or whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not a theme like that. I'm not going in that direction. It's, Haunted can be interpreted in many different ways, and I actually didn't intend for it to be a Halloween release either. I started this the recording process over before the summer, and it just it just yeah. worked out that that we finished it this fall, and I was like, okay, well, let's do it. Let's release Working it well for all of us. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that just fell perfectly like in line with Halloween. Um, and the video it, is the video out tonight, or is it will it be out Halloween? It's out tonight. It's out tonight. Woo. We didn't see it yet. I want, to, I want to check it out. Um, can you tell us anything about the filming and, and the concept? Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of contradicting myself because it is all about spooky stuff. But we were, um, I, my husband's French, and we were in France this summer, and I wanted to make the music video. So we looked up haunted castle ruins in the area where he grew up and, and where we um, spend the time with his family. And so we filmed the video in four different castle locations. All We didn't experience any ghosts there while we're there that we know of, but, um, <laughs> but you never know. They may have been watching us. But there are sure. these beautiful 14th century castle ruins. It's, it's France. They're just kind of everywhere. There's, there's castles all over the place and they're abandoned and you can just sort of walk around them and, you know, I was crawling around basements and filming stuff and just having a blast uh, exploring these different locations. So that's where the video was filmed. And I pretty much did it all myself, except when I shoved a camera in my husband's hand and said, film, <laughs> I'm going to do this now to start filming. And that's that awesome. awesome. He did. It must have yeah. turned out so organic. I'm really excited to see it. <laughs> oh, I hope you like it. I think there's some there's some interesting shots and and uh, you know France is beautiful and these these castle ruins are just there's so much history and it just it felt really fun to be filming this video there. It just made sense to me. Yeah. Cool. Uh, now again, reading up on some things and and fill us in on these because we're all pretty pretty some stories. Um, sure. As a youth, if you will, you spent time at Studio 54, dancing beside e- Madonna, chatting with yeah. Andy Warhol and Truman, McCur- uh, Truman Capote, and a date with John Cusack? 
What? Oh, well, it wasn't really a date. It was kind of, it was one of these daring things. So, yeah, those are all true. And I was way underage. So, I <laughs> have no idea. I mean, no idea no. where I was. <laughs> no, uh, well, they, they, I don't know if they ever knew, but. Um, that was yeah, true. I was like Jenny Bruce, so you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Children do not do these things. Oh, my um, goodness. But 14. the John wow. thing. Yeah, that was, but John Cusack, I was older, that was, I don't know, I was like 18 or something, and I saw him, I was at the China Club, and I saw him dancing and hanging out with people, and I thought, I need to meet him, so I, this was a total, like, I don't even know where this came from, I'm not that daring a person, but I really love John Cusack, I was so in love with him, so I walked he's up great. to him, and I said, hey, he's awesome, and I said, hey, John, how are you doing, and he looked at me like, mm, uh-oh, you know, he said, do I know you, I said, yeah, I'm a friend of Anne's, and he said, oh, you want to dance? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know who Anne was. I just literally pulled a name out of I just figured, I don't know. Anne sounds like, doesn't everybody know an Anne somewhere? Yeah. And we ended up dancing, and he bought me a beer, and we hung out for the evening. And then he told, you know, he, he was filming something. I don't remember what. And he's like, so um, can we meet here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock? And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. And uh, stupid me, I was such a chicken, I didn't show up. I don't know if he ever showed up. Oh, wow. But I completely freaked out because I was like, I totally lied. I totally made it up, but I knew him. I didn't know him. I can't go back. But that, that was, and he did, so he kissed me. I got a, I got a good night kiss, which was lovely. Oh, wow. It was very, is- it was amazing. It was like my own 80s movie in, it, just for one night. Yeah, that's like awesome. super serendipitous, I would say. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Nicely done. Words. Nice John. <laughs> I have something. John Kusak is listening right now. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That was really rude. Sorry. <laughs> I've done it on the show a million times. We've had, like, uh, Erica from Baywatch. Um, Nathan has been on the show, Bobby Brown. And I tell him, I'm like, you know, I loved you back then. And like, oh, it's sweet. And I'm like, oh, my God, just, like, said that out loud. So don't worry. <laughs> We're all good here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making me feel better. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my um, so um, I, I do I do have to ask you about the, the ghost stories you have though. Can you can you uh, lay sure. us with a few? <laughs> yeah, well it's uh, it's all about Pennsylvania. I'll tell you, it's all about Pennsylvania. So Ooh. the first, the only ghost I've ever seen. I was uh, touring with my band, and we were actually doing a show in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. And this was before the internet. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful, um, beautiful area. And we got there really late. We were staying at the inn at Jim Thorpe. And I knew nothing about this place. I'd never heard of it. I actually didn't really know where Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania was. So we get there super late. We had to get up early the next morning. And I just couldn't fall asleep. And all of a sudden, this is, I swear this is true, I see a glowing figure of a woman at the foot of my bed. And she's a, wearing a corseted dress and her hair is in a bun. And she's staring off, and she's like Scooby-Doo ghost, for real, like transparent, green, glowing ghost at the foot of my bed. I was absolutely terrified. My husband was in the bed with me, and I was trying to wake him up, and he would not wake up. I kept trying to tap him, but I couldn't even speak. I was so shocked. And all of a sudden, she turned her face really slowly and looked me in the eyes, looked straight in my eyes, and then looked away and just drifted off. Into, and vaporized into the bathroom. And I truly thought I had lost my mind. I thought, that's it. I've, I'm insane. I'm, I need to go to the hospital. I'm crazy. The next morning I got up and I told everyone I didn't sleep. 
everyone in my band had something weird happen to them in this hotel, like really crazy weird stuff. People's doors flying open. Someone's alarm clock kept going off even when he took the batteries out of it. Like just really crazy stuff. And then we found out the owner of the hotel, the inn, came over and told us, oh, yeah, you didn't know that this place is haunted. Lots of people experienced this. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. You're kidding me. I thought he was pulling my leg. Then he showed us, he took us into this room where they had all these newspaper clippings about the history of this inn, which George Washington, no, George Washington didn't sit there. Uh, I can't, uh, Taft, President Taft was there. Um, Ulysses S. Grant slept there. It was, I think it actually served as a field hospital during the uh, Civil War. And there was a lot of death. And it's haunted. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm telling you, that feeling, and I've never had a dream like that before. I've never had any experience like that before. I've never, or since, that thing, that person at the foot of my bed looked me straight in the eyes, was aware that I was there. It was, it was un, there's just no words. Oh, and at that no. point, I became a believer. I just, I didn't believe in ghosts until then. I, I totally believe. Wow. That, that is so eerie. And I was actually looking at Jim Thorpe for wedding venues because I'm going to get married oh. next, next year sometime. <laughs> Not anymore. Like, awesome. That's awesome. No, Go to the inn. <laughs> Have a hot wedding. Well, my sister actually has been out in Albrightsville, like at the town. It's right near Jim Thorpe, somewhere up there. Mm-hmm. But, man, there are some cool, like, antique Victorian buildings. But, um, yep. yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I want to well, say Well, the inn at Jim Thorpe is one of them. It's a right. beautiful inn. It really is gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Just don't not stay in room to whatever. Not out of time, go recommend the uh, the gym yes. for <laughs> Yes, the, uh, the uh, bridal suite. <laughs> I can't yes. remember which room is the haunted one, but maybe not. Maybe not. Hey, but it's, it is a beautiful place to go. This is oh, the well. best Halloween episode ever. We've got ghost stories and ghost artists and everything. <laughs> are, you, um, are you a big fan of this time of the year? Are you a fall? Halloween kind of person. We are here. We're big into it. Is that your thing? Do you, I do you am enjoy it? so. Yeah, I'm so big into it, and I, I have to confess, it's also for narcissistic reasons. I'm a Scorpio. My birthday's coming up in two weeks, so I've always loved it. <laughs> <Happy birthday. laughs> I'll be 110. Yay! <laughs> 110. You look good uh, for 110. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. Now I've actually, I've hit the hill and I've gone over it. I'll be 52. I'm acknowledging that online. Yeah. Wait, you look amazing. Um, I want to know, like, one, have you performed as ghosts? And two, do you, you know, act differently or dress differently as ghosts? I have, I only did one, actually, I had a really fun gig, a live um, video that we filmed at the Kreischer Mansion, which is, a very creepy place on Staten Island. It's um, a Victorian house that is also supposed to be haunted. It's got a really grisly past. And these guys had me and Matt come out and do a live video, which I will be releasing tomorrow on Halloween. I'll make that one live tomorrow. Um, But I haven't, no, I haven't done any other live gigs. And yes, I think I need to dress differently and I haven't quite figured that out. So I I definitely had a a more of a, a, just a more somber look for ghosts but you know i, I don't know I, I i have to give it some more thought i'm not i haven't quite figured that one out yet what do you think ghosts should look like um maybe, maybe like a tad vampy like not not over the top like 
yeah. Halloween-ish, but, you know, you could go a little crazy with the smoky eye, I would think. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Definitely the smoky eye is going to happen. I My hair is super curly, so I'll probably mm-hmm. tease it out a little bit. <laughs> Make yeah. it a little more... A little more extreme, not quite Bride of Frankenstein, but you know, yeah, <laughs> a little, just a little more dramatic, and um, you know, probably I'm a New Yorker, so I wear black all the time anyway, so that probably won't change. But I've kind of been looking at different outfits that are, have a little bit more of like puffy sleeves and a little Victorian twist to them, something that's a little bit different. But I'll still be me. That would be awesome. I really want to see you perform. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I hope that I do have, um, do you know Lizanne Knott? She's a Philadelphia artist. Do you, are you familiar with her? Um, no, we haven't heard of her, but we'll definitely check her out. She's really cool, and she keeps inviting me down to Philly to do a gig. So oh, I hope absolutely. that I'm going to do that soon. I will plan, I'll let you guys know when I do. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, we're definitely easy to find on our social media, of course, like like most of the world. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah, we do. We do try to get out and see a, a bunch of our guests. Um, we we have done in the past, and it's just so much fun. And and to meet the artist in person is just a whole other experience. So yeah, totally. Please invite that. us. <laughs> I will definitely. I would love that. That would be a pleasure. Thank you. Excellent. Love to meet you guys. So, reading uh, and it's very much reading in the biography. It's very much that you're. Uh, you're now going person. You, you know, you speak your mind. We're not going. We've been that so far. It's been a fantastic get to talk to you. The new uh, EP is out in 2019. Can you tell us a little more about how far along you are with that and any plans for be touring around the, uh, the United States with some songs? What's the future holding the new EP? Has? Yeah, that's it's, it's contingent upon a lot of things. Like I mentioned earlier, I've got I do have a lot going on. Um, my dad being one of the you know one of my responsibilities. So touring is going to be tricky, but I definitely I'm hoping that the EP will be released in the spring, and I will definitely be booking some local tours. I probably won't go farther than you know tri-state, including Pennsylvania, of course, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely be booking some gigs um, probably through the summer and into the fall of 2019. I'm looking, starting to look at venues and starting to think about booking some shows. And um, yeah, just it's things are a little bit up in the air. You know, life sometimes happens, and and this is it's a tricky time. But I will be posting stuff on my social media. I'm Ghost NYC all over the place. That's my website. My Instagram, my Facebook page, and um, as soon as I have some gigs posted, I will I'll put them up. All right, cool. Do you, do you have any downtime, Jenny? Like, what do you do when you're I not know, doing wow. a million things? I don't, what do you like I don't to do? have any. No, I don't have any downtime. <laughs> I actually really have zero. I've never in my life had so little downtime, um, which is, again, part of the creation of Ghost, the reason behind creating it. It's It's like my secret dark little room where I can go and be creative and, and not have everything else, all these other demands on me. But um, the other things that I, I mean, I love, I love eating. You guys were talking about cocktails. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love cocktails. I love oh, yeah. you know, the thing that keeps me sane are my friends and going out drinking and, and having fun. And I'm actually going dancing with a bunch of friends. We're going to the pyramid club on Saturday to eighties night and just, just going to be stupid. And uh. I, I try to, 
find time to be stupid and have fun with my friends. Awesome. I do. You gotta beat and, it. Uh, it. Yeah, Definitely you have to. <laughs> oh, thanks. We all do, though. You have to. You've got to find. You got to plan fun. You got to put it in there because we all get so busy. You got to make sure that you schedule that too. Absolutely. I was just talking about how um, I had a party this weekend. We had people at my house till five o'clock in the morning. I woke up at nine to watch Eagles in London. You know, four hours of sleep on white. You know what? Awesome. You come around you might as well do it. You got to do it. Absolutely. We, I, I think it was over the summer, a bunch of friends and we all went out again like until five o'clock in the morning. I had to be at work at eight, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm not sleeping today, and and I'll sleep tomorrow, and it's okay. It's that's all right. You get through the day, and and no regrets. Just have fun. Well, like New York, Life is short. never closed. So I, I, I've yet to go out in New York, but um, I really want to just to say that I have experienced it. I mean, that's really cool. They do. They close. My, I mean, I think they, they do actually close because we, we closed down bar after bar. <laughs> I got getting kicked out <laughs> from one place to the other. And finally at four o'clock, we're like, well, where do we go now? I don't know. So we wandered around trying to figure out where to go. And ultimately just went home. I think there are after hours places where you can go, but we're, I just wasn't cool enough to know where to go. <laughs> Not like when I was 14, and I would have known. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> John, no, I don't. Dancing with Madonna at 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Where's John Cusack? <laughs> Sorry, now my husband's listening. He's like, what? <laughs> no, no. Somebody tell me something different. Tell a different artist before you <laughs> Um So do you, have a, uh, do you have a title for the EP yet? I don't. It is as of yet untitled. I feel like I don't usually title my albums or EPs until the last song is done because I feel like there's always an evolution and you think the the songs are going in one direction and that you're telling one story. And it's really, it's amazing how at the end of every record I've made, this will be my fifth, that it just, it's always something different than what you thought it was going to be. So I'm trying to keep an open mind and the whole spirit of Ghost and just go with it and and see what feels right when I have the body of work together and and uh at that point I'll figure it out. Yeah, I think it's going to come to you. Maybe in a dream. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's so no, it's like totally organic and I just you know, that's so cool that you that you have this outlet and and this awesome track now and you already have another one. Thank so I'm I'm really excited to see it and and, and listen to the rest of it. You are so kind. Thank you so much. It's really been lovely talking with both of you. Oh, thank Likewise, you. and thank you very much. Uh, Jenny Blackman, also known as Ghost, G-H-O-S-T-E. New EP coming out in 2019. The song is Haunted. We're going to play it shortly after we let Jenny go. But uh, really, i got to thank you so much for coming on. You are perfect. You're your, your perfect kind of guest. Down to earth, just being real, not trying to be anything that you're not. And that's amazing. And we adore that here on our, on our show. Oh. Thank you so much. Same same to you guys. It's so fun hanging out with you. I hope I actually get to do that in person. It would be a lot of fun. Yes, Absolutely. Um, I think in the, face, uh, the uh, Facebook friend request and I found on Instagram, find me and uh, if we'd like to be back home when the album comes out. What do you think? I'll track you down. Sounds like a great plan. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Really appreciate it. Have Happy great Halloween, guys. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Stay spooky. <laughs> All right, take care. Yes. Always, forever. <laughs> forever. We'll talk soon. Thank, thank you very much. Take care. Thank, thank you, guys. You too.
Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was great. And that is, and I mean it when I say that is the kind of guest I love. Um, it's not scripted. It's not fake answers. It's not taking the time and thinking. Everything she says comes right out of her mind, right off the top of her head. Down us the real her. And fresh. I love her middle of that interview. It was excellent. And her voice is so beautiful. And her speaking voice, like, oh, I just wish I had a voice like that. <laughs> It's just so cool. You you definitely hear the similarities similarities between her and Annie Lennox and um I kept thinking like I I absolutely love the fifty shades of grey soundtrack. Like um with Beyonce Beyonce has a song called Haunted on there and Annie Lennox um does a uh cover of I Put a Spell on You. I feel like Jenny Bruce's Haunted would go like so cohesively into that soundtrack like it's it's crazy but um yeah she's been on all types of tv shows and movies already and it's just she's just amazing i was just blown away and listening to everything that she's into going for a master's degree and she uh, mm-hmm. is a mother of two and a care for her father and an artist and man i, I work eight hours and i'm ready to bed <laughs> i know i i i Honestly, I don't know how people do it, especially going to school, holding down a full-time job, like uh, taking care of family. Like it's just it's a lot. <laughs> Even uh, her headline is hilarious. Personal, she calls herself the world's first. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and that is serious. But yeah, a very attractive woman, fifty-two, fantastic. But she lives life, and that that she is just lives. Don't count. Numbers or try to, you know, try to act, be yourself. Comes out. Yeah, and I like when I read that, that totally hit a chord because I'm like, I'm this age now, like can't start something new. You just have those thoughts, even though you don't want to have those thoughts. Like they they do creep in. Like um, I you you were saying taking up the drums. Like I have been trying to learn the piano, like for real, because you know you could just learn this stuff on YouTube anymore. Like it. It's all out there. Like it's just up to you to just go out and get it. So, um, yeah, just do what you love. Try Absolutely. to put in that free time for yourself. And it's funny because my wife always tells me, "I don't. It's never too late to get to college." You know. So there's, as I said, when she was just saying this, sometimes you get the message strange places. She said she got this whole inspiration from from Ghost and all from a dream, and here we are, Halloween spooktacular. We bring special guest and she's perfect and uh, she sends you this message maybe that's the message I need perfect there you go there is your what is it called my inspiration um, uh, right yeah my hmm. <laughs> whatever <laughs> I know what you meant um, anyway let's get to it we uh, we do have ghost we do have a song called haunted Three minutes and thirty-three seconds long. Uh, really a unique kind of number. Very excited for it. Um, it's not twelve minutes. Long, it's three minutes. <laughs> okay, good. Everyone went down happy when it came into a programming <laughs> show. I've got a version of Ghost that's three hours long, and <laughs> no, the Jenny Bruce version is fine. <laughs> yes. Anyway, our amazing and lovely, very special, talented guest tonight. Annie Bruce, a.k.a. This is her song, Haunted. We'll play it for you back in a few minutes. Enjoy it 
here on the YouTube shows, Halloween Spectacular. Tonight's very special guest, Ghost, a.k.a. Jenny Bruce, and the song is Haunted. It is haunting, but in a way, like she said, it's not about being scary or scare ghost stories. It's, uh, it's kind of about things that happen in your life and things that 
number and things that are in your message. Haunted you. by an ex? Whew, have you ever been haunted by an ex? Terrifying. <laughs> a couple of years ago, like every day of my life, like my ex used to like still call me and we'd be out on dates and all. My phone would be ringing. Oh, hell no. You got to change your number. Bring that phone and ass. I changed the number. Been good ever since. Yeah. Just some yeah. crazy answers. But uh, being haunted by love is like a real thing. Like, that is something to play with. Oh, absolutely. Totally agree. Um, let's take a moment to change the subject. Uh, first of all, again, another big thank you, uh, Jenny Bruce, uh, for coming on and being. Um, she mentioned we will also send out our condolences to the victims in Pittsburgh uh, of this shooting and uh, there's no excuse for it, there's no for it. it's disgusting uh, one thing I would advise don't don't blame don't say oh it's because of Trump this or the Democrats this, this that and the other <clears> thing it's to me a hate crime to describe it it's disgusting it's unnecessary, uh, and the story it just makes me sick. So many people reach out, people that aren't Jewish and that are Jewish. It's a shot of the community. I totally believe that. Uh, what do you think? Is it a hate crime? How do you describe what you think? Absolutely, like targeting a synagogue. Like what? If there is just. Something matter with people. Um, this was just um, extra, extra scary for me and my family because it's actually my niece's school um, that this happened on, and and I I didn't find out until the next day actually. So um, thank God she was safe in her dorm room. She goes to Chatham University, so uh, she was safe. She was supposed to have a Halloween party that night to go to too, but she just stayed on the the horn with um my brother and his his girlfriend so um yeah super super scary i, I just, it, it's just scary this this kind of stuff happens all the time and for it to be in a place of worship even is just so terrible so whew, yeah it, it's it's just terrifying like I, I i don't even have words for it but um you know there's some sick sick people in the world and just have to be careful every day. Like even doing the smallest thing, I don't know. I'm an extra paranoid person. I, you know, I try not to do things by myself or, or go places by myself. I know that's hard sometimes. Like we have to do things every day by ourselves, but it's just, it, it's, it's scary out there. No matter where you are um, in America, yeah. like it, it's stuff happening every day. So hey, here's a, here's a divorce that you, you can't even trust that. And we, Send deepest these and condolences to anybody whose family uh, victimized by this. I know the show was usually upbeat, funny, and, and fun, but I want to take a few minutes here and uh, report stuff like this. So we are definitely um, stunned by this news. Uh, so, uh, so we, uh, we can report lots of stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to uh, from world that world of crazy and very crazy, uh, very crazy story. I said it backwards. Uh, the first one is this one: rapper Fifty Cent, Jewel Tady. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the war between 
and Ja Rule were just never coming in. It's been going on much. Uh, 50 Cent spent $80,000 to buy 200 tickets to the upcoming Ja Rule concert. Not any tickets. Not just any tickets, though. The tickets, pretty much, it's all in like the few rows. So when he steps on stage, the front row is going to be empty. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Uh, did you hear the story? What is this? Is, is this like, is this nonsense going too far? I mean, is this too far? I got money. Money I got. I, I got money. I love 50 Cent. I was like probably the biggest G-Unit Eminem fan in high school. I, I stood in line for hours to see him and Eminem on anger management. I had front row. I mean, he is a funny dude. And I just wanted to know how hard Eminem laughed when he heard this news because Eminem had a huge beef with Ja Rule. Like, I'm pretty sure he still hates him just as much as 50 Cent does. Ja Rule's corny. Like, (laughs) it's just hilarious. When I first heard it, Mike told me about it. He's like, you know, 50 Cent bought all 200 tickets. Like, he thought he played a smaller venue. So he thought he bought up all the tickets. I'm like, that shit is hilarious. Like, (laughs) how embarrassed would you be if someone did that to you? So, um, yeah, uh, they're they're in this huge Twitter war now, and Ja Rule's like, oh, 50 Cent, you know, cares about me that much, blah, blah, blah. But no, Ja Rule, you're salty, because you definitely need the money more than 50 Cent does, apparently. I mean, 50 Cent acts. He, he's been on a couple big movies and stuff, so I, I guess he's got, he's got that money to uh, put out and embarrass his enemy. I guess so. He laid in 3000 bucks like a whole lot of nothing. I mean, <laughs> now, a guy that throws money in the street to an entire team that throws money in the street, apparently, that's the very same team that the Eagles beat this Sunday, Jackson reportedly Saturday night. They didn't have a curfew, or Friday night. Friday night. They didn't have a curfew when to be home. So, 4 o'clock in the morning, or having a grand old party time when pubs out there in London and up a $64,000 bar tab. And guess what they did? They skipped out on it. <laughs> How does that happen? Like, this is true. Yeah. $64,000 all over the place today. Um, they get this giant bar tab. They pay it because they were the impressed. Of course, now, this is something not a lot of this is speculation that they were the impression they weren't being charged that the pub was welcoming them as guests because they were quote unquote so they kind of so, what the heck are you drinking for $64,000 um, a whole bunch of bottles for one I don't know what they ate like who does that how is how is the organization not punished for this this is that's crazy. I'm sure they will be, right, at some point? That's, or no? uh, that, you know, some of the local radio casters and sportscasters are, are hoping for. Uh, you know, find the team, suspend players, and, and money, and blah, blah, blah. They have to. Or is it overseas so it doesn't count? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting question. I really don't know. Um, it's my wife. I'm overseas. I but a different woman's account. Oh, jeez. 
Never mind. Kill that story. Um, Baltimore Red Sox. Congratulations to the Baltimore Red Sox. I know the uh, Eagles, Patriots, and Super Bowl were supposed to hate New England and Baltimore. But though, props to the Boston Red Sox winning their fourth series in the last 15 years, uh, wrapping it up four games and one in the Dodgers last night. I can't stand the Dodgers. I'm a Philly fan. I hate the Dodgers and Manny Machado and all this crap. I had the Red Sox one. How about you? You you happy for the Red Sox? I didn't follow it. I mean, you know, give, give Boston a boon, I guess, after after the Super Bowl and all that. But, um, yeah, I saw, like, Lana Del Rey and her Dodgers at the Dodgers game. I know a lot of celebrities go there and stuff. Um, I, I really I, – I didn't pay any attention. I saw, like, a clip of one. But I, I'm always happy for the Red Sox because their fans are almost as diehard as Philly, so – yeah, good for them. Absolutely. I, I don't know if you've ever been out there. I've been there. I've been to Fenway Park a couple of times. It is a happening. It's awesome. It's um, what baseball is supposed to be, to be honest with you. It's, yeah. You, know, you walk down the street, as soon as you enter in the area, that just the whole street is just filled with people. The Red Sox up on Sunday, and you walk in, there's so much to see and so much to do. And actually, a pretty friendly group of people inside the stadium. So. Congratulations, Red Sox, and the World Series. Yeah, I love that movie. I do love that movie with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. About he's the Red Sox fan. I forget what it's called. What is that called? Do you remember? <laughs> fever. Fever. No, it's not Fever. Pitch. Fever. No, it's not Fever. Is it? <laughs> is that the one with Jessica Biel? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, but that's a good movie. Take Jessica Biel. <laughs> I don't think it's another movie. That, no, that is it is Fever Pitch, and the one with Justin right. Bieber and Freddie Prince is Summer Catch. Right. Right. And I remember getting at the pool and touching her bikini bottom, that butt. What a bitch! Oh. I know she's perfect. Mm, baby. She got Justin Timberlake, so. Yeah, that's true. Lucky bitch. Everyone says she's like a total biatch, though. Like, like hard to work with, and. They, I especially work said it on Blade Three. I said free. <laughs> free, free, free. Need to work. I just need to get that. Right. You know what's hilarious? And just reminded me of it because Jessica Biel is in. I'm doing this Kevin Bacon thing. Jessica Biel is in. Um, Chuck and Larry have a wedding or something with Adam Sandler. Adam yeah, Sandler's new stand-up. Have you seen it on Netflix? It's hilarious. No, I've heard about it. He does, yeah. like. Nothing but songs. He raps this song. It's really does he, funny. Does he go, uh, does he go yip de dee doo and go, ooh. God, does the same He always reminded me of my brother Ed. Like, I, I love Adam Sandler and his, yeah, the, the, he does do that skit. He does a whole, you know, finger pointing, ooh face thing. So, um, yeah, it's funny. You should check it out. And funny, like Jimmy Fallon kind of thinks he's like the next coming Adam Taylor. It's not like it works on my nerves at Jimmy Fallon. So not. <laughs> That's what Mike said. Mike, Mike does not like oh. Jimmy Fallon. I love oh, him. I, especially I when he's with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I'm going to have a show. Um, I'm going to have a show. And we're going to have Joe Rogan and 
Happy Fallon. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna my two least favorite comedy hour. <laughs> Joe, Jeff, Jimmy, and who else? Joe. <laughs> Joe, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And when uh, when Joe Rogan and uh, Fallon come on, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm going to do all that, too. Because apparently that's how you get ahead. We're talking about shampoo is better. It makes the hair shiny and clean. No, that's messed up. I thought that would be a good Halloween costume. Billy Madison and Veronica Vaughn. Dad, Veronica Vaughn. Um, somebody I forget, and it came to what the costume was. Somebody was the water boy. Nobody I know. I saw water boy. Uh, like water That's awesome. Modern day water boy. He was like bald and he's like fat. And the other <laughs> boy, he's like, it was like boy twenty eight or something. It was freaking hilarious. I say that to my daughter all the time. I'm like, you sound like a damn choo choo train. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> That's enough of that. That's an impersonation. So, and this is a, a Halloween-esque type band we had on here tonight. I'm not a fan of these guys growing up. So I hate shit on them. I'm going to shit on them. Kiss. Or as I like to say, you know, and Paul are traveling. This is a plans for Farewell Tour. I believe it's Farewell Tour number three. Kiss, so congratulations there. It's the third time they're in farewell. Uh, don't really assume you're a Kiss fan. But farewell, they don't even consider Ellis, their original bandmates, Ace Kelly and Peter Chris. Now, Chris is retired altogether from drum playing. Apparently, even in his last stages, and even he got back with this year he's retired. But Ellis very much out there. Um, a half a band. Really, it's down to Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons and, and two guys. Does it even count a farewell tour? Does it count as kids? Uh, are you the kind of person who says, well, as long as you remember, they're still abandoning their music. What is your thought on that? I don't know. I really, like, if, if Backstreet Boys and the new kids on the block can do a combined tour, maybe Kiss should do the same, even with, like, half a band. Like, maybe that will work better in their favor. Like, them and Def Leppard or someone. Them and just one arm. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, they, they toured with Aerosmith years back. And, oh, okay. Um, apparently, Kiss went on first, and there was a picture with that. Oh, good. Right. Get yeah, it the, uh, I mean, Gene Simmons marketed everything from soup to nuts. They've got so much money, and they market everything. But it's a sure like, they, of course, blame former members as fault. Even Paul Stanley himself, who is still in the band with Simmons, he's come out and said many times, we're, we're mates, friends. We're in a band together and we work. That's our, our job. Uh, I don't go to his house. We don't go out to dinner. Said Simmons will stop by and keeps it brief. So, I guess the one Simmons, I guess, is, is the big kicker and the uh, just being called in for. Do they all have the clip tongue, or is it just Gene Simmons? Just Gene Simmons. Oh, it's okay. wild. It's true wild. Look, 
can kind of. Like he that. has the most fans, right? He, he does. Um, he's got a lot of stories. Um, he has his own TV show, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a trick. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're just reaching your city and why you can't. You know, how is it I feel like Guns N' Roses have had one of the most successful comeback tours. That's they were crazy. Mad. It was a great tour and the best tour. Of the tour. Now, I know Axel Rose suddenly is doing a big you know in my book. It's starting to get political, starting to talk about politics, telling people how to vote this way, whatever. It seems a popular thing. But the thing for me made the best tour popular in this union is that Rose cut a big slice Humble Pie uh, came out and thanked the fans for coming out. He said he knows in the past he was a jerk. Uh, he said he was a better person and fans will come see him. He treated his fans great. And he said he's a new man. He thanked people for taking time to see Guns N' Roses. So to me, it's like, yeah, that's what you needed to do. You know, you let a lot of people down, lost a lot of money, a lot of bad stories in your past. But, you know, Roses sucked up a little bit. Maybe that's part of the reason why. I know for me, I'm so into the Guns N' Roses. Not to mention, I I love Guns N' Roses. And, and, uh, I don't have my Guns N' Roses t-shirt on myself when I put on my jeweled Tatey costume, but... Guns N' Roses. All right, well, let me bring up this point. Okay, so you might not like what Guns N' Roses says at times, or if you're like a... Hmm. If you're like a Dixie Chicks fan, you might not like what they say about the government at times. But like, I'll tell you what, I am still, <laughs> I'm still a Kanye West fan, and he is a jackass. He is the jackass of all jackasses. But you know what? I still went to his concert. I still supported him. Given this is like years ago, but he puts on a great show and he still puts out great music. I don't care what he has to say, and his performance was. Crazy good. So can yeah. we just appreciate the art and not like get behind whatever political stance they're about? Yeah, that's why I think, you know a lot of artists should think less. I mean, I have some friends who aren't crazy about my love of um, Rage Against the Machine. Everybody says this and media support that and the wrong, the wrong message. I don't care. Rage Against the Machine. Jim kicks ass. <laughs> Their music is all. You know what this always I takes me back to? Like, I, I know I said him earlier, but John Denver. And, you know, my dad introduced me to John Denver. It's no surprise. But he's like, you know, I love John Denver. I love him as an artist. I love his music. He's like, am I going to go out and dress like the guy and act like him? No. Am I going to, like, support everything he says? I mean, John Denver only wanted to save the animals, but still, it's like, am I going to go out and you know do everything he he does just because he's a celebrity and an artist? No, like you just like the music, and you could support it, and not uh, give him a dollar on iTunes or whatever. But you know, <laughs> you like who you like. I agree. I very well agree with that. Um, that was a story years back uh, when Charles Barkley was a member of the set. Pictures and he came in and he would he would have a lot to say and a lot of people don't always agree with it and like he said I am not a role model 
over there. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Ladies and gentlemen, making his nightly uh, visit to the Yosho studio. Is it state? He is. But yeah, like, and I'm not a role model. You don't have to do what I do. You don't have to act like me. I'm not here to influence your kids, your future baseball player. I say things, I say what's on my mind. Doesn't mean your kids got to do it. And it's true. It, it does. You know, I, I was listening to, like, a lot of Eminem this weekend, and I'm like, damn, like, he did say some messed up stuff on his, like, first couple of albums. But at the same time, he's like, um, don't listen to me, kids. Like, don't do as I do. Just because, you know, I murder someone in a song doesn't mean you have to, like, go out and do it. So you got to, I don't know, you just got to take the art as art and not anything more than that. Like, they're not role models, obviously, if they're saying violent messages in music. But like as a kid, you gotta you gotta differentiate that, and as a parent, you have to you know show your kids the difference. Like, hey, this is art, this is entertainment, this is a video game, this is a, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I don't know. I'm at that point now because my daughter is not afraid of anything, and it, it like at my if when I was her age, I was afraid of everything. So she goes into the Halloween store and she's like, "Oh, what's that cool doll?" I'm like. Um, Chucky? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I, I, like, can I have it? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I, I would be running for the hills if I saw that doll at her age. And she's just not afraid of it. That's how, like, desensitized this new generation is. And it scares the crap out of me. I'm not a big fan. Uh, definitely a big fan of Chucky. I, freaks no, no. Especially dolls. Get out of here. <laughs> I am so afraid right. of them. <laughs> so, uh, Wednesday night is Halloween, and uh, we'll start off by saying, uh, parents, good eye on your kids, and take them out, good eye on the candy, make sure everything's cooler. But now we get the public service announcement out of Jewel Tate's daughter's going to go out trick-or-treating. What are you picking out of the bag? What is your thing? You know, oh, yeah. Where are we looking? What are we getting? I got a couple things. I don't know why, but the small Twizzlers, like individually wrapped, so good. Like the the yeah. small ones. Not even the long ones, but like the small stubby licorice ones. They're so good. I take any licorice, any lollipops. I like blow pops because it comes with gum. Um, I love for chocolate. I love Three Musketeers, Snickers. <laughs> I'll take it all. I really, really love Reese's Pieces though. Reese's Pieces are my twist. Not a Reese's Pieces. I mean, I'll, I'll eat. I've had them. Cup guy, and I mean, mm-hmm. we can need my wife and niece just to have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna correctly, correctly plan like Reese's Cup, um, Kit Kat. Kit Kat's are good. I love 100 Grands are good. What you call it? Great. 100 Grands were less popular. Mm-hmm. I love 100 Grands though. Me too. Um, Candy bar when I was younger. I wish I would bring it back. It was called a marathon bar. And it was wild because it was shaped like it was like almost like it was twisted. You know what I mean? Like the, like the bar was twisted and cut 
folding covering. And it was so gooey. Oh. Just let it get a little warm. It was real good. You pull it all out. Like, it was great. Was it like a Charleston chew? No. Was it chocolate? It was chocolate and corn. Wow. Matter of fact, I'm going to go, since we have our own research here, research marathon bar and uh, comes up. <laughs> I'm going to marathon bar. All right, Jeff, I have a question for you. Candy corn, no candy corn, because I love candy corn. No candy corn. What? Absolutely. Absolutely not. I love it. The I know. Here's the thing. Somebody is selling one on selling one on eBay? Things haven't been around the whole years. And the bottom what the hell is that? They're weird. Right, that's the design of the candy bar down. My finger in the picture. The bottom was how it was structured. That's how it looks. Five dollars for a candy bar. It's a magnet on eBay. Oh, it's a magnet. Yeah. Same. Sold a hundred three of them. Wow. And he's have a marathon. What you call it's worth that? I like nougat too. Nougat's pretty good. And nougat's not bad. I uh, I'm a Musketeers guy. Stickers hmm. guy. Nestle Crunch. Guy. I'm an everything. I'm like acting. I'm an everything guy. Yeah. Andy. And I, I she went trick or treat. Well, she had a Halloween party at dance on Friday, and then we went trunk or treat yesterday. She dressed up like a witch. But explain to me when you're done. Explain what the trunk or treat is. When you're done with your story, come back to let me know what trunk or treat is. I have no idea. You don't know what that is? None. I feel oh, so well, it's cool. Well, it's cool, but I was just going to say, like, I was already picking at her basket, and she's like, Mom, where'd all my candy go? I was like, um, Mommy needs some chocolate, too. Bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> but Basically, anyway, trunk or treat. Your kids to work for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just checking... For poison, child. <laughs> but uh, trunk or treats are great. Uh, usually they happen at a church in little towns, such as I moved into. Um, it was fun, though. You know, everyone pulls up their car, and this one was, like, inside and outside. And the one thing she did was really cool. She got to, like, kick a field goal, but she actually, like, threw it in. It was, like, a little eagle's goalpost. And, you know, they just do, like, silly tricks for uh, treats. Okay. So she had like, stacked pumpkin. She played in like some corn kernels, and they get to dress up before Halloween. See, when I was young, I lived in Longcrest, and we always did Halloween on the Ave. And like all the stores would, you know, pitch mm-hmm. in and, and give out give out treats. And we went to Seven Eleven, got free Slurpees. Went to Bakery, wow. got free cakes. Like it was awesome. The bars gave out candy. And, like, when I got older, like, my neighborhood got a little worse and worse, and they, they didn't do it anymore. So I'm glad we live in a small town now, and they, they have the trunk-or-treat events going on. Because they do it at the malls. They did it at uh, Montgomery Mall, but that was, like, yeah. way too crowded. Like, there was just so many people there. So it worked I've heard out. It, heard the crazy lot, and I'm not familiar with the law, and now I am familiar with it. And you can tell I have kids. Um, and the way today, we got to out. Candy, and I'm like, I have a shit to do. She could do it again, even though we're not here Wednesday night. But uh, we are now. <laughs> I'm sitting down here talking to myself and, um, you know, guest or nothing. Wow, give out candy. <laughs> Was your nephew there Saturday? Did I miss that? Probably better. Yeah, he, kind of he, 
November is going to be 
fantastic. I'm so excited. I was so happy to have Jenny Bruce on the night. She was so amazing and cool to talk to, and I can't wait to see her in person. Agreed. Um, agreed. You give me the people, and then, um, wow, the person on my show, look around her history. I'm like, wow, like, she's coming here. Mm-hmm. And then I mentioned in the past, I started rambling on, and, you know, America went back on to Allen and, you know, just all kind of great names that get on the show. We love Steve Howie, of course. Uh, Difficulty if I there's it. Am I better? Oh crap! Sound a little better on my end. Let's see how it pans out. <laughs> Multi-million-dollar equipment we have here at BlogTalkRadio.com. So anyway, we are having a little more this evening. Uh, you know, work, school calls, and we're uh, gonna be out of bed at three o'clock in the morning. Sweet daddy, Olivia Rupi. Huh. Yeah. I do the Wake Up Yo show. What's up, yo? Show. At 3 a.m. I wake up. You can hear what it is. Yo? <laughs> but this is great. Uh, Halloween spectacular show. Did some Halloween topics. Talked about some Halloween candy. Talked about some Halloween costumes. Had an artist on who now goes by the name of Ghost for the song Haunted. Told stories. Last year was Sagan Amory. She did a great job at Halloween as well, so we we uh, we're getting the niche down for these Halloween specials, and I had a great time. And I always have a great time when I'm sitting here uh, with Bill Tatey, and we just talk and and life stories and go with guests, and we get a little fanatic, and it's great. Absolutely, absolutely. That was Halloween lesson number three this year. Got on some here, and uh, yeah. Yeah, really Jeff it out. Yeah. You had to see me with that hair. It was like long and flowing and <laughs> lustrous. <laughs> lustrous. Tick lustrous. Very important to me. I, the Jewel staple, the Miller Highlight. These are actually last time you didn't drink. Still in my house. Oh my God. And you still mm-hmm. owe me a harpoon. And this whole thing reminds me of. um with the thick lustrous hair I had this audio project in Penn State I have it on CD and if I could play it on air it is probably the funniest thing it's called Novembeard and for anyone who wants to join in I think we should like make a bet starting uh, next show um, for the men it's uh, whoever can grow the longest most lustrous beard that they can and um, the loser has to drink it <laughs> The loser has to eat like, like uh, blinding hot hot wings from uh, a hot wing place. Man, me and George are gonna try this. Me and George are gonna see who grow the best. Very exciting. Looking forward yeah. to that. I don't know what kind of hair I'm gonna grow, but uh, <laughs> it'll be something. I mean, you I'm can't challenge hair. There you go. Can't challenge hair to hair. George, they were a long, luster set of hair. Yeah. Mike always does it though. Like November, he really does November and he grows like a pretty thick beard and he always tries to get back to that until it bugs him and then he shaves it all off. Got But try to download that and we'll play it on the show one night. That'd be awesome. I'll tell all the, because there's like 10 participants 
I'm pretty sure Excellent. who have Facebook who would who would tune in. Maybe there call in. Okay, I'm calling. Better yet. Yeah, or anything here on the show, folks. We bring everything. <laughs> right. And a very special thanks to Ghost Jenny Bruce for coming on the show tonight and talking with us. We play the song Haunted. New EP out in roughly on spring of 2019. Make sure you check out Haunted her music on Spotify. Uh, you can find her on music. Check her out. Wonderful, lovely person. We thank you for joining us. Don't forget, we're back at you next Monday. We're taking Wednesday off, uh, so Jewel Tady can take her lovely lady out. Halloween, trick or treating. I'll be here greeting little kids. Actually, I'm sleeping on the couch. The wife greeting little kids. Um, <laughs> we got already see that from now. So thank you again for tuning in to the U show right here, coming from Philly, bringing the world as we always do. I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Me as always, the lovely, the amazing, the outgoing, the friendly. Yeah, I'm trying to keep coming up with stuff, and uh, I ran out. That's right. Good night, everyone. Be nice to people, even the shitty ones. Exactly, and of course, uh, even if it's a Halloween costume, be sure that you are not a douche. Word. Word. <laughs> Philly and the entire living world, including Germany and our listeners, Maria and our listeners in the Soviet Union, the United Kingdom, all that. Peace out. Like shout. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs>